First of all, I have to say that I am forever grateful for our partnership. We first met at the start of the pandemic, which was also the height of the civil unrest, mainly in part because of George Floyd's death. It opened up a lot of timely conversations for, I would imagine, both of us regarding diversity and what inclusion looked like. I learned a lot about myself in those moments and how to also seize the moments to recognize these are also difficult conversations, but necessary ones to have. And I just remember that in the moment, how you also responded with grace, patience, and sincerity when it was also seemed like a new territory um, that we both realized we were all learning and healing together. So thank you. Spoiler alert, I'm also thankful for your role in having our first major star wear our swimwear. February 11th, this year on Netflix, Inventing Anna, created by Shonda Rhimes, played by Julia Gardner in the South of France episode. What an important guest I have today. I'll let her introduce herself. If you haven't already been a part of our newsletter, you know who I'm talking about, but I won't steal it from her. Live from London. <laughs> Hey, Laura, how are you? Hi, Tiffany. It's so good to speak to you today. <laughs> you as well. Thanks for doing this. I know it's super early on your end, so I appreciate you. Or late. It's actually only 6 p.m. on Saturday night, so it's all good. We are, we are fine. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much. I really mean that, those words. I know it was when we first met, we were both going through the changes, responding to the world, and just trying to build an affiliate community together um, with you as being the founder owner of Lux. So uh, I'm just thankful for that. Thankful for just the conversations we had, not even just getting our brands together, but just as people. And you just been so kind and sincere that it also helped me remember that about, you know, the conversation for everyone. Oh, I feel the same way. I, I actually remember discovering bold swim and thinking, this is somebody we need to have as part of our looks and um, just so thankful that you stuck it through with me because, you know, it hasn't been easy and two entrepreneurs starting new brands and Vert Lux figuring out where they, where they're going and what they're doing and what they, you know, it, it's been a lot. And I, I thank you so much for sticking by, by us. So really appreciate you as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I still stand by the mission and your vision and even how you kind of reinvented the brand um, this year. But I'm not going to steal it from you. Please introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and who Vert Lux is. Great. So uh, my, I'm Laura Freycon. I am a costume designer and I also am the founder of Vert Lux, which is an eco-ethical, sustainable lifestyle brand. Um, I basically have been a costume designer since I started. Well, my first play that I ever designed was at the age of 15. And um, I went to college. I double majored in theater and business and um loved both designing and acting. So I did both for a while. And then after grads, uh, then I went to grad school and focused uh, solely on costume design, lived in New York, got really involved in the theater scene. Um, but I had always wanted to get into film and television. So I moved to after a few years living in New York, I moved to LA. I had a mentor who took me under her wing. And my first movie ever was a Wayans Brothers movie, uh, which was quite an experience. They are geniuses, and um, but very 
it was it, like they because they're comedy writers, they would change the script at like the the 11th hour and we would be scrambling to get what they wanted. And, you know, it was wild. But it was my first uh, foray into costume design for film and television. I uh, that was, you know, 10. Oh, gosh, that was 2008. So did that. And then I moved back to New York to do Men in Black 3, came back to L.A. and was there for quite a long time. Um, and I have been very, very fortunate to do really big, big projects with wonderful designers, wonderful actors, wonderful producers, people. But always, um, and I should, I'm sorry, I should backtrack a little bit. Uh, my minor in college was environmental studies. I've always had a passion for environmentalism. I grew up on a farm in Pennsylvania and um, watched my dad and my family you know, have such deep care and love for the land and the fruit, the fruit that we grew. And just, it was always a, this undercurrent in my upbringing to care for your planet, care for your land and, and, you know, really take, take notice of what, what it is you're putting out there and taking from the planet. And um, I got very involved in college in the in my environmental movements. I was the head of the environmental committee at my college. I started I helped to start the recycling program that ages me. But anyway, <laughs> um, back in the, the late 90s, recycling was a novel idea, to, to be completely frank. And um, one of my biggest accomplishments in college was that I started this mug program where you could bring your mug to surrounding businesses and you would get a discount if you, you brought a refillable container instead of just using, you know, styrofoam or plastic or what have you. Um, so anyway, I know it sounds strange, but environmentalism and costume, that was my passion. And um you know, I, it fell off for a while while I was really focusing on my costume design career. And I was fortunate enough to be working in Australia on a film, a very large film. And I just, Australia at the time, uh, this was in 2015 and Aust Australia was make, they were running circles around the United States in terms of their environmentalism at the time. And uh, I also had recently gotten engaged and was trying to plan a completely ethical, sustainable, <laughs> eco-conscious wedding at our farm in Pennsylvania while working in Australia. Oh so God. the light bulb moment happened when I was, you know, on the weekends, if you're on location, yes, there's tons to explore and do, but you spend a lot of time by yourself. So I was going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole trying to find like the most eco-conscious makeup and where I could find shoes that were sustainably made that were still sexy. And, you know, I, obviously I was going to design and make, you know, have my own wedding dress made. And I wanted to find all either recycled or sustainable, sustainable materials. And I came across this 
tool that and if for people who don't know what a tool is it's a it's like the the big fluffy stuff that you see in wedding gowns and you know uh couture runway and stuff it's all that and it was made from recycled plastic bottles and oh. i went from i went from having this sleek very minimalist wedding dress to going full on princess gown because this net this tool changed the whole ball game. I was like, oh my God, this is made from recycled plastic bottles. I have to use this. I would love to see that. I will show you, I will send you a picture for sure. It totally changed my gown. I mean, literally I was going for like simple sheath dress and then I went full on princess and <laughs> with this material. And um, that was the light bulb moment for Vert Lux. It was like, wow, I work in this industry. I'm in the fashion industry. I'm in the film industry. There is so much waste. I mean, as much as I love what I do from food waste to amounts of paper waste to plastic waste to actors being flown in helicopters because they want to be staying at the top of the, you know, top of Hawaii and we're filming at the bottom of Kauai and they need to be flown in every day, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. It made me realize that if I can do anything, I can at least start a movement to bring awareness to brands that are doing good. And so that's where I, I started discovering like, okay, this cosmetics company is using sustainable materials. They're not using palm oil. This fashion brand is using eco you know e ecotechs and they're use they're taking you know recycled fishing nets and or they're taking fish fishing nets and making them into you know swimwear like you guys are doing you know all that stuff and i thought that's what i want to do is talk about these brands promote these brands and that's where we came you know that's how vertlux was born that's amazing like from just trying to plan a wedding to your background in the in industry and then just like, you know, solving problems because, you know, you giving other brands platforms to help amplify their voice is important. How have you thought about taking on the entertainment industry in which you work to kind of solve these problems? Or do you think that's bigger than, um, I guess, sustainability at this point because the infrastructure needs to be kind of set up everywhere? It does. And I will tell you that certain production companies such as Netflix, which is who I'm working with now, I applaud them because since 2015, since Vert Lux, I mean, and I just also want to be completely honest, that was my idea. That was the light bulb moment. I didn't launch Vert Lux until almost 2018 because I just spent a couple years researching and finding and discovering brands and people that I wanted to work with. So, um, but since that time, there actually are now, um, there are committees on productions now called the, you know, like Netflix has a green committee and this production that I'm on right now, they actually have things like uh, it's meatless Wednesdays where they try to reduce you know, uh, greenhouse gases by everybody taking a day off from eating meat or 
uh, now every, I actually got this really cool email yesterday from the product, the studio where I'm working. It's called garden studios. And I'm going to give them a shout out because they're a brand new studio just launched in London. We're one of the, we're basically the first big production working there. Okay. And she reached out, uh, the, the studio manager reached out to me asking me about recycling our, uh, leftover fabric materials. And I was so impressed by that because that is the first mm -hmm. time that anybody has reached out to me about recycling fabric materials, because I'm sure, you know, Tiffany, but maybe our listeners don't know fabric, you know, denim, cotton, all of that can make amazing insulation for homes we can it can provide you know by recycling all these scraps and materials and clothing you can actually make real homes from this <laughs> and insulation and mattresses and things like that 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 people are just starting to really adopt so i was very impressed by That's that amazing i love that give them another shout out that is like light years where we all need to be and start thinking right exactly i was so impressed i was like you go garden studios i will i'm gonna do a post about it you know i will <laughs> it is amazing because it, we both know like you said that just the waste and fashion is just not about the fabric and the clothing and the end product it's about the people it's about the logistics it's about the, the supply chains that all play a part of this and then when it's over where where does where do all these, you know, these, these fabrics go? Where does all this waste go? Where does all this water go? We know kind of like the, the bad examples or the exaggerated examples, but as a whole, we only know like a small percentage of it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's, it's and amazing. And then sadly, there's all this greenwashing that happens, you know, where these big fast fashion brands say they're having a green line. And it's like, uh, really? Are you really doing that? Okay, sure. You're using a couple sustainable materials, but you're still using thousands and thousands of gallons gallons of water. You're still selling in a, you know, paying slave slave basically slave wages. You know, you're not doing exactly what like small small brands that really care like your brand, like Bold Swim is doing, you know. Yeah, it, and it's like and I think we have to like we have to lean to them and at least they're trying, but you're right. There's a lot of greenwashing and they really have the power to kind of turn this on its head, the industry itself, and then kind of help get these infrastructures in place. I'm mm -hmm. definitely a fan of some regulation and some consistency around what sustainability means, but I don't think it should come in, in the form of government oversight because we all know that there's, there's loopholes for anybody that wants to create a loophole for to get all these taxes to make it more, um, they're incentivized at this point not to do those things, right? Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> Which is a shame. <laughs> yeah, it really is because, you know, brands like myself and others that are doing this is we're depending on them because I've stopped and started, um, you know, bringing new styles on, getting the lingerie because of the, especially the supply chain now is so disrupted and trying to figure out what is quote unquote sustainable, not even just using in the use of fabrics, but in how I source my materials, how I get them to me, how I have them produced. And then also who am I paying to make sure that the team is well taken care of? Who have I built a relationship over the last 
um, you know, six years of bold swim infancy. Like these are the things that I want to continue to bring. And then also know that discount plays in price pay plays a huge important role in that because the fast fashion has taught us about conveniences has taught us about these. It's not, it doesn't matter. A shirt is cheap. You can rebuy it later. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's such a, I don't even know, you know, it's so crazy because if you think about, it really wasn't until the seventies or eighties when this really started happening. I mean, for, for, for all of time until then, people had their, you know, their capsule wardrobe. They, you know, you'd go to school, they'd go to, you know, back to school shopping, mm -hmm. you know, your couple pairs of pants and your couple of shirts. And, you know, that's what you wore. And then all of a sudden, plastics and petroleum and then, you know, these quick, quick, like, make it, sell it, destroy it brands started coming into play really i think for me for me i mean look i i wasn't around back then but i from doing all my research it's like in the 70s and 80s is when it really really came about and it's just we need to change now we we know better you know we know that this isn't working we know our planet like look i'm in london it is february 5th Global warming, I will tell you, it is so crazy. It's like in the 50s right now. It should be it should be 20 degrees. It should be 30 degrees. There should be snow or at least sleet. There is nothing. It is warm, temperate, which, hey, I'll take it, but it's That's so great. weird, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like even Los Angeles, we had, what, December, a whole month of rain, which causes mudslides, which causes a whole amount of other issues. Then it dries up so quickly and it stops that now we have the Santa Ana winds, which creates fire. And there's, I mean, you know, you live here. It's yeah. the whole, I don't know. Do you anymore? <laughs> I, I, I want to come up. I do want to live here again. I just feel like I haven't in, gosh, three years because I've been in New York and then he here it's been crazy <laughs> exactly but yeah you know how like the weather is so drastically different now now it's cold here because of this nor'easter thing that's happening across the country my parents sent me snow pictures and it was funny enough she said it happened the same day 11 years ago or something where she's wow. had another picture that was dated for the day it was crazy um, oh my gosh that's yeah. crazy it's, it's wild but that brings me to the important question of what we've been, I've been asking all my guests this month is what is the importance of fashion and how is Vert Lux solving these or continuing? Because you just had a reinvention or re-envision of your brand and tell us what that journey has been like and how you decided to kind of change the format a little bit. Well, I will tell you, it's been, it's been humbling because I, you know, how I started Vert Lux I always wanted it to be a movement. And then when I when I got to meeting these brands, I was like, oh, I want to help. I want to help. Okay, I'm going to sell your stuff for you. But unfortunately, being a third party a third party vendor, I'm I'm a one man band. Okay, I'm a three man band, right? I have my I have my tech guy and then I have me and I have a, an assistant and who's also a writer. So, you know, me with my full-time, more than full-time job, trying to sell products for for the brands when really all I want to do is tell everybody how great they are 
I fell flat on my face and I realized that I'm not serving the brands the way I want to be serving them. So I took, we took a pause on Vertlux for about two months and we regrouped and it was like, what did Vertlux start out to be? Started out to be a movement where we discover these great companies, these amazing people. It doesn't even have to be a, a brand that's selling, you know, that's making things and selling things. We have a yoga teacher that does retreats and they're all eco-conscious. We have a uh, brand that does these conscious tourism events in Mexico. So it's me, it's basically when Vert Lux, what I started out was finding these amazing brands that I want to promote, doing events. Yes, when we have an event, inviting everybody to come. But really, it's not about, uh, it's me linking back to them. It's us linking back to them, being this like ex, a, a secondary platform for, to say, to shout it out, like these brands are doing great things. These people are doing great things. That's what Vertlux is, is meant to be because Vertlux means green luxury. And what's more luxurious than being green? We're saving our planet. We're, you know, it's, it, it is, even though it's, we have more luxury brands. Mm -hmm. We also do things like now, you know, I part, we partnered with you fave trash man in Philadelphia and we just did this huge cleanup and coat drive. And that to me is as important as anything else. Right. So, so your Lux took a pivot this year. I'm really excited about it. We're going to do a whole new web relaunch and now we're just back to our affiliate marketing platform where we market these amazing brands that we believe in these amazing people that we believe in and we just shout from you know our little soapbox of what we need to do to get better and how we can get better and give people you know not not shove it down their throat like you have to be eco-conscious but hey if you're thinking about it, here are great ways to be, right? And um, so when we write our blog posts, they're not threatening, they're very lighthearted, but they they give a little bit of a lesson. So we just, you know, this week's was about vegan Valentine's Day recipes. And as silly as that sounds, it's like, hey, maybe somebody hasn't thought about taking a time to be, you know, give up meat for a little bit, give up do something and you know make your own products rather than going out and buying something that's wrapped in plastic and bringing it home you know so that that's just those little hints that help that's that's what for looks that's what we want to be we just want to help <laughs> i love it and i love that you you realize that 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 was necessary right it's it's mm -hmm. the same notion of putting you know people over profits and kind of reorganizing your business to you know, even until sustainability catches up with, you know, the world and there's consistency around it, it's, you feel still passionate about that your voice and your message and your work does matter and that you're taking the steps to do that. And I think that's so empowering. So I don't think you failed. I think that you, <laughs> you knew that it was time to pivot. And I think that we've been in constant contact and I'm always talking to my other affiliate partners or my brand partners and, telling them like, Hey, if this is not working out, it's okay. I still think you're valuable and your mission is great. Well, let's talk about how we can also be a better partner for you. Right. What that looks like, whether 
um, you know, Bold Swim is helping you, you know, sponsor a charity event or we're doing some type of um, co collaboration or donation drive or something like that where, you know, we can be helpful or help amplify your message. And I think that's one of the reasons I started taking um, this series podcast from IG Live, um, talking about the clothes, you know, going behind the reasons that designers make these changes, the materials we use and why it's important. And then just connecting them with not only the brand, myself, the, the, the styles, but also bringing it back to talking to these other great people that have been in my life since I started and moved to LA um, and just doing even bigger, better things than I'm doing that I, I feel like need to be highlighted. Oh, well, I think you're doing really big, really great things. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I'm just so glad to be partnering with you for anything. It's wonderful. I know. I love it. I'm like, she's in the UK. I want to be in the UK right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I tell you how it's really, how it really is. I know you're working. It's, it's great. Like when you get to travel, but you know, work is still work and you're, you're definitely grateful for it, but it's like, I just need one break. Can I go hide somewhere just one moment and I'll be back. Exactly. No, it's, it's so wonderful. And I do have to say, I'm going to, uh, so I, 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 can I talk a little bit about the green city series for a yeah, second? Yeah, absolutely. So another thing that Bert Lux is doing that is I'm really, really excited about is we are, you know, we, we're slowly unrolling, uh, rolling out the Green City series, which I'm hoping some producers out there, hello, hello, will be interested into it, in it and will want to, you know, get it off the ground with me. Um, but basically, because I travel so much, what I want to do is I go into these cities and it's not necessarily finding the greenest cities in America, because I can tell you what, Philadelphia is not a green city. However, it's finding people or companies or brands or charities that are doing really cool things within that city and promoting them and supporting them. And so I have, you know, a monthly Green City Series blog post, and then we are developing this Green City Series, you know, where it's, I'm hoping, I, I would love to have somebody to partner with, you know, somebody that could be the voice of it, and where we go, and for instance, we're here in London, I'm filming a lot of stuff, and I'm going to cut it together, but London is actually really, really green. And they have this amazing thing where on the street corners, they not only have trash bins, but they have a trash, a recycling, a compost, believe it or not, these huge bins that are sponsored by the city. And so what we're hoping to do is to raise awareness, hopefully get some, some, you know, some people who want to sponsor throughout America, take this back to America and have people sponsor things like this. Like, okay, so for $50 a month, you, you basically support this trash slash recycling slash compost on your street. It's as simple as that. That was or a great idea because of like the adopt a street, clean up a street signs here in the U S that would be amazing to change yeah. it to not just cleaning up the street, but like you're saying, add on another layer of what that looks like. Yeah, so it's just those little things with Green City Series where we, you know, we want to support the brands, support the restaurants, support the Cool It Green initiatives, 
where you can stay, where you can eat, where you should shop, who you, you know, anyway, so that's, that's a new, that's not, not, not necessarily new, but that's one of our other big things that we're working on this year, which I'm really excited about. That is amazing. That is such a great idea. And I, I am speaking it into the universe that you find a producer that gets it picked up. That is amazing. <laughs> and that you're also home by the summer. Thank you, Tiffany. Oh my gosh, let's put it out there. Put it out there. Because you got to come back and then you got to shoot stuff here. I have to shoot stuff here. I got to do some more events there. We have to do a Green City LA. I haven't done one yet. So we have to do that. Absolutely. And then when you come, we definitely got to meet up for coffee or something. But um, I may be traveling to Europe this year. So who knows? Please let me know. Keep me posted because it looks like I'll be here for the foreseeable future. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely you just get a permanent address there whatever oh, <laughs> so great well is there anything else on the horizon that we can look for uh, forward to with Burt Lux or any upcoming events um, I guess after, during your movie career right now <laughs> well I'm just going to keep promoting uh, doing the promotions and just please follow Burt Lux and follow us on IG and you know, read the blog posts that we link out to really wonderful brands such as just like you, Bold Swim. Um, We support every, you know, everybody that we promote or talk about, we absolutely believe in. Uh, I vet every, every brand and every person personally. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the real deal. And, um, you know, I guess the next, I really, when I come back in the summer, hopefully, uh, we'll be doing some more events because that is, I think, a great way to raise awareness and do fun things and partner with like-minded people and, you know, we'll just keep going. So, Absolutely. I thank you so much for your work, your contribution to sustainability, to fashion, to the entertainment industry, and then making it you know, a wider purpose and just giving people a place to kind of learn things slowly in their own minds, um, not blaming or shaming, but understanding and showing them that, that we have to do something different. Um, and, you know, the odds are not stacked against us. Um, they can still participate in a small or large way by just doing a few different things and supporting a few different initiatives and brands along the way and having fun. Oh, thank you, Tiffany. You said it, you could have said it better. That's exactly what we're trying to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Laura, thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to hearing all about your great travels when you start shooting, seeing your work. And I'm so excited for your your one you just finished. I know that one's been in the works for a long time because we've been back and forth. And I know with the virus and pandemic, it's been kind of off and on, but so excited to see your work. And I will look forward to talking to you soon. Yes. And one more thing, I will say it to everybody. Bold Swim, look for Bold Swim in episode two of Inventing Anna. I'm so excited. I'm going to have like a watch party. I'm like, this is amazing. No, I haven't seen it. So please, if it's anything's been edited, I don't know, but I know it's in there and you will know it's in there. So (laughs) I can't wait. Like when you told me the trailer was out, I went to the trailer and I looked and I'm like, I think this is mine, but I can't tell because the way I'm like all over it. I have another friend that's a costumer and he tells me about the industry. It's so great. So crazy. Now that when I watch movies, I can see and appreciate the work and the styling at an even deeper level before. And I'm just like, wow, 
this is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I am so honored that you picked me to help fulfill, fulfill your role. So I'm excited. Thank you. Well, Laura, it's been a pleasure and we will talk again soon. Thanks, Tiffany. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.